When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It's Tuesday, September 13th. I'm your host, Eric Steven, and I'm coming to you uh, for the second straight day to tell you the Dodgers have clinched a playoff spot. Um, When we last left you, um, Sunday night into Monday morning, uh, the Dodgers uh, were thought to have clinched a playoff spot because they clinched at least a tie with the Brewers, who are the the team on the out the last team on the outside looking in on the playoff standings in the National League at the moment, which meant uh, that since the Dodgers won the season series with the Brewers, that means they own the tiebreaker. So uh, on Sunday, that's when the sort of powers that be uh, in Major League Baseball and the Dodgers thought they want they clinched a playoff spot. To their credit, they weren't uh, uh, they didn't really go crazy, although. I'd be okay if every team like just celebrated like a madman um, every single step of the way, even clinching a playoff spot for a team that's going to win like 110 games. Um, why not? It's a long season. Celebrate every chance you get. I get it. They're they're well. We have bigger goals and all that. They're going to celebrate the division when that happens. But anyway, they didn't. They acknowledged that they clinched a playoff spot, but didn't really celebrate. It was more like a handshake, uh, if if anything. Um, on Sunday, but then come Monday morning, um, MLB said, well, the Dodgers own the tiebreaker over the Brewers if it's a head-to-head, but um, in a scenario where there are uh, multiple teams, I don't know the exact scenarios, but there could be like three, four, or five team tiebreakers, the chaos for that to happen, (laughs) for one thing, would have been great. But um, 
there's a scenario like I, I looked up a few um, had there been like a three team tie um, with uh, let's say the Padres surpassed the Dodgers for the division then the Dodgers tied with like the Phillies and Cardinals then you go head to head between all three the Dodgers come out on the outside looking in there um, there was another scenario where they came out on the outside I'm sure there were a few more but so anyway Bottom line was they didn't quite clinch Sunday. So they go into Monday, again, with a magic number of one to clinch a playoff berth. Uh, Milwaukee was off. The Padres were off, so no division things were happening Monday. Um, Tyler Anderson uh, was great, as he pretty much has been all year. He pitched seven scoreless innings in this one. It's hard to overstate what a really awesome story Anderson has been this year. They signed him to a one-year deal. Uh, in March, after the lockout uh, ended, and uh, he was sort of insurance going into the season. He was the sixth man in the, in the starting rotation. Um, he started off the season piggybacking with Tony Gonsolin. He had a couple of four-inning relief appearances after Gonsolin. you got to keep in mind, uh, with short and spring training, pitchers weren't exactly stretched out like usual uh, this to start this season. So there were extra pitchers on staff or things like that, but... Um, then when Andrew Heaney went on the injured list, uh, Tyler Anderson stepped into the rotation, and he's been there ever since. Uh, he actually leads uh, the Dodgers in innings, which is remarkable, again, considering he didn't start in the rotation. He was pitching regularly, but still. He's 15-3, and a 262 ERA, the latter's fifth in the National League. Since he was named to his first All-Star team back in July, uh, Anderson has a 192 ERA and 11 starts. He's gone seven innings three straight times and five out of his last seven. Um, he's lasted at least six innings in 18, 18 times in 25 starts. He's just been rock solid. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. He's, he's been really great, steady as they go, doesn't always strike out a ton, limits contact, keeps people off balance, has the funky hitch in his delivery. He's just been a joy to watch all season. Um, however, uh, even though Anderson was keeping the Diamondbacks off the board, uh, Monday's game was scoreless through six because the Diamondbacks had a good pitcher of their own. Uh, Ryan Nelson, who, like Anderson, is a former uh, fellow Oregon Duck. He was great uh, for the second time in as many major league starts. He kept the Dodgers scoreless for six. Um, Nelson also pitched seven scoreless innings last week in San Diego. Those are his only two major league starts to date, so he has a zero ERA. But the Dodgers sort of waited him out, um, and... Uh, they got to the bullpen in the seventh, and right when the, when the Diamondbacks brought in the bullpen, the Dodgers immediately loaded the bases with nobody out. So, like, patience, again, paying off. Uh, Trace Thompson uh, cashed things in with a sacrifice fly. Then Cody Bellinger hit a two-run double. Uh, he also singled later in the game in the ninth uh, when, um, and scored on Mookie Betts' uh, three-run homer that put the game away. It was a 6 nothing win. Um, side note here for Mookie Betts, that was his 34th home run. That's a career high for him. All of those have come out of the leadoff spot this year, and that sets a Dodgers record for uh, most uh, home runs out of the leadoff spot in a, sing- in a single season. Uh, Jock Peterson had 33 in 2019. But back to Bellinger for a second. Um, he's had two straight two-hit games. Uh, that was following an 0-for-22 and a 1-for-28 skid, so... Look, he's had a bad year at the plate. There's no denying that. But, I, you know, like we've mentioned so many times, um, September is all about figuring out what's who's going to be sort of 
in the rotation, as it were, uh, and I'm using rotation loosely, not as a pitching rotation, but just in playing time. Um, and Bellinger's defense, obviously very good. So if he can do anything at the plate, they would take it. Um, but uh, who knows how that's going to play out. I actually wrote last week that I thought Trace Thompson deserved more playing time. Um, not maybe directly at the expense of Bellinger, but there's also sort of four uh, players uh, with Joey Gallo and Chris Taylor, along with uh, Bellinger and Thompson, vying for like center field and left field playing time. So there's some playing time to go around. I think Trace Thompson has played his way into more of it, even though he's also been slumping of late a little bit. But anyway, uh, there's still time to figure that out. But seeing the sort of positive results for Bellinger is good, but it became extra funny on Monday because um, uh, Sunday in San Diego, it's the last road trip of the season, the last extended one. The Dodgers do have three more games in San Diego later in the season. But um, it's not a trip. It's just a three-game series. Um, so they had the annual sort of dress-up day where everyone dresses up. I, I will note this is a nice departure from olden times when it was basically rookie hazing where you would try to um, uh, have rookies um, dress up in quote-unquote embarrassing uh, attire. And usually that that sort of de- always devolved into stuff like, hey, you're, you're dressing up like a woman. How embarrassing, you know, that kind of a thing. And uh, it was just, uh, I'm glad MLB a few years back, like, sort of got rid of that practice. It's pretty dumb. Like, honestly, it's, 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 it's past its time. It happened. It doesn't happen anymore, uh, thankfully, or at least it shouldn't. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's more of a fun thing where literally everyone participates. And um, uh, there were some funny costumes. Um, Justin Turner shared a photo of um, Turner Bellinger. Um, Joey Gallo and Andre Jackson, they were all Chippendale dancers. So, um, Justin Turner was on MLB network earlier Monday, sort of explaining, um, the sort of inner workings of this. And, um, he, he, the, the costumes, it was funny because the picture is, uh, Turner and Bellinger wearing like, um, body, um, like torso shirts basically with like the, the sort of painted on ripped abs, um, not like they're professional athletes, right? So it, it's not like they were would be embarrassed if they weren't wearing, but it just makes a little bit of a funnier costume. But then there's also the collar with the with the bow tie and the cufflinks. And um, so I guess uh, Turner said he bought extra cufflinks and collars just in case. Andre Jackson, who uh, was just called up uh, over the weekend, um when Blake Trinan went on the injured list. Uh, so they didn't really have a costume ready for him. So they just said, okay, you're, you're a Chippendale. So he didn't get one of the shirts. So he just went bare chested. So did Joey Gallo. And, uh, I, during the SNL or sports NLA broadcast, Eric Karras on Monday, his line was something like, uh, yeah, that's not a shirt. That's just pure Gallo. It was pretty funny, but in explaining this, so they show the picture and it's the four of them in Chippendale's, um, attire. And I, uh, Turner was saying that he heard uh, in the batting cages after giving Bellinger the um, uh, the uh, the collar and the cufflinks, and Bellinger's talking with someone. He's like, "Yeah, I, I get I, I get why we're doing Chippendales, but I don't know what these have to do with the mice." And so <laughs> Bellinger thought it was Chip and Dale, the Rescue Rangers, uh, the the cartoon mice. Uh, which is hilarious. Like uh, Cody Bellinger is by far the most memeable Dodger. He always has like a sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, lack of a better term, a stoned look on his face, or he's just very contemplative. 
so there's all sorts of like uh, you can you know there's Amanda Smith has a great uh, Twitter thread that's been updated over the years uh, of to- Cody Bellinger deep thoughts uh, just sort of fun observations and it's always fun to look at that but like you can't top like actual real life Cody Bellinger like in, in creating this these kind of humor situations so it made for a funny day uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so the Dodgers, they're in the playoffs. Um, they're closing in on another division. We'll talk a little bit more about that, plus uh, some pitching injury updates uh, after the break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pitching plans uh, for the Dodgers uh, continue to sort of be a volume play. Uh, they have eight pitchers currently on the injured list, all sort of vying for October playing time. And I th- I don't think realistically you can expect all eight to be ready for October, let alone um, pitch well enough to sort of make the postseason roster. Um, but if, if a handful of them do, it just sort of adds to the mix, right? Um, I mean, they, the current active bullpen has um, Heath Hembree, Justin Brule, Andre Jackson, and um, uh, Phil Bickford, who has actually been pitching uh, better of late, but he has not. Uh, his second season with the Dodgers has not been as good as his first. Um, but there's there's all sorts of um, maneuverings, you know, uh, of these various pitchers trying to get back. Although it sounds like um, there's been, I would say, a setback for at least three of them. So Tony Gonsolin, we talked about his bullpen session Sunday. Um, in San Diego, I guess he came out of that uh, feeling sore, so he's not uh, really progressing as well as the team had hoped. Uh, another bullpen session is coming on Wednesday. So Gonsolin's last start was August 23rd. He got scratched from his August 29th start uh, in Miami, and then the, everyone was saying the hope would be that he'd miss only two starts. But if you remember at the time, we were saying about how uh, it's basically going to see depend on how he reacts, responds to uh, warming up and how he feels and that sort of thing. So, yeah, always sort of bet the over on uh, injury timetables and things like that. But looking at it now, there would need to be a progression to sort of get him ready. He's going to go bullpen session. He's going to probably face hitters at some point. Then, like, I don't know if they're going to do a rehab assignment uh, or anything or if they just do simulated games before he sort of comes back. But even, let's say it takes, like, two weeks from Gonsolin's bullpen session on Wednesday before he's activated. That's September 28th, and that's uh, about a week, a little more than a week left in the season. There's really only two uh, time for two major league starts at that point, plus maybe a simulated game during those five off days 
between the regular season and the NLDS. Uh, this is the caveat that Gonsolin would be used sort of later in the series at this point, given sort of where he's at. And that's a, that's if everything goes well. So, like, th- they really could be running out of time. Um, this is uh, Dave Roberts before Monday's game. Um, they showed this on Sportsnet LA. Um, he said, right now I'm confident in Gonsolin, uh, but obviously every day that goes by that he's not at full strength, I'm a little less confident. So I guess the issue is not that – it's just that Gonsolin's still – sort of experiencing issues, I guess, with the with the forearm soreness, and it's just not going away. And uh, Roberts talked about the intensity of his bullpen. It wasn't sort of up to par. So there's there's a long road to hoe for Gonsolin. So it's going to be tough to sort of see him. Um, it's be- becoming more and more of a long shot at this point of him sort of making the postseason roster, I think, unless obviously he shows improvement uh, in the next couple weeks. But, yeah, they're, they're kind of running out of time with that. Um Others, they they might be running out of time on. So uh, we talked yesterday about the three 60-day uh, injured list pitchers who were rehabbing in Oklahoma City. All three uh, joined the Dodgers in um, Arizona. So Tommy Canley is supposed to be activated this series. He he only pitched. He came off Tommy John surgery that cost him all of last season, missed the first part of this season, and then pitched four games for the Dodgers before landing on the uh, injured list. Uh, he's supposed to be activated during the Arizona series, so that's today or tomorrow. Uh, but then Victor Gonzalez and Danny Duffy, um, they had their rehab assignments shut down. So neither one was sort of bouncing back physically to where the Dodgers will have liked. Um, their 30-day rehab assignments are on pause. Um, I will link to, um, the, in the show notes, uh, from some of the uh, the beat writers who are on site uh, with a little more details of these pitchers. But... So how that works, so you get 30 days uh, for on a rehab assignment if you're a pitcher. Logistically, they could technically start a new rehab if they suffered a new injury or a recurrence of a previous injury. It would require approval from the commissioner's office. I don't know how heavily those are scrutinized. It sounds like it would be fairly easy to do that. Practically, though, like it takes Gonsolin and Duffy further out of the October equation. I don't even know if Duffy was even in it anyway just given how uh, he was pitching, but only every three days or so. And again, he hasn't pitched in a major league game since last July. So, and he was always a long shot, I think, to make it in October. So I I think it's entirely possible that those guys just stay on the injured list the rest of the season. Um, in other injury news, non-pitching, uh, Kevin Pillar, uh, he's going to start a rehab assignment with AAA Oklahoma City later this week. His season was thought to be over after shoulder surgery in early June, but he's been working out at Camelback Ranch doing baseball activities, swinging in a cage, all that kind of stuff for since mid-August, I think. I have no idea if he'd even be considered for you know a spot in October. I kind of doubt it. But either way, that's a good comeback because like he again thought he was going to be out for the season. I wonder if they'll sort of try to do a re-up with him, kind of like they did maybe with with Jimmy Nelson a couple years ago uh, when he got hurt in 2020 and then they got him for 2021. He was really good until he got hurt again and he's been hurt all year. But uh, Pilar from, from Southern California, LA area, I'm, I'm sure uh, he would be amenable to that if they can work out something, but that that's something for the off season, but nice to see that he's at least made his way back health wise. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Uh, the Dodgers, uh, play again, the Diamondbacks, uh, they start at the same time, 6 40 PM as the Padres in Seattle. 
Uh, the Dodgers can clinch the NL West, which would be their ninth division title in 10 years on Tuesday with a win over the D-backs or a Padres loss in Seattle. The magic number is down to one for that. So I uh, hope you enjoy uh, watching. Hope you enjoy, hope you enjoyed listening to this. Uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>